You're listening to the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast, the show that guides you on your holistic lifestyle journey to a healthy body, mind, and soul aligned with nature. Hello, and welcome to episode number 41 of the Holistic Lifestyle Guide Podcast. This episode is called Introduction to Yoga. So if you're interested in learning what yoga is all about, if you're a beginner, or you might even learn something if you are an intermediate yogi. So this podcast episode will give you a basic introduction. So yoga is one of the best exercises out there because it benefits the body, mind, and soul. There's not a whole lot out there that does benefit all three. So I really like yoga for that reason. So yoga has evolved into a more mainstream practice. All types of people are into yoga now. Many, many years ago, it used to be just people that were studying um, like Buddhism or like hippies were really into yoga. A lot of people that were really into natural health and spirituality. But like I said, now it's becoming a lot more mainstream. Yoga is simply a method of strengthening and toning the body while also receiving mental and spiritual benefits. So there are three things that I like to talk about that go hand in hand. That is yoga, Ayurveda, and meditation. You might have heard of Ayurveda and yoga being the sister sciences because they are very complementary to each other. So these are all incredible spiritual lifestyle practices that work great together. So let's get into what is yoga exactly. Yoga is far more than just a series of stretching exercises. It first came into the Western Hemisphere in, I believe it was 1893 at the World's Fair in Chicago. It was brought here by uh, a Swami. I'm not going to be able to say his name, but he was one of India's most popular gurus. So the word yoga gets its origins from the Sanskrit word yug or yug. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that. It's spelled Y-U-G. It means to bind or join. Basically, it is about unity of the physical body with the mind. So it's about conscious living. Yoga can work to improve your health and your mind in many ways, but it must be practiced regularly, regularly, like anything else that contributes to your overall health. Yoga allows you to release the tension that can build up in your body. It helps the various parts of your body become loose and limber from your muscles and joints to your tendons and ligaments. It can help back pain, joint pain, muscle pain, and much more. Because people are not meant to be stiff and rigid. We are designed to be flexible. So yoga is a great way to achieve that goal. You don't even have to bend yourself into a pretzel to get the results, but that can be a goal to strive for once you become more flexible. So here are some of the benefits that can be proven to exist through yoga. Like I said, improved flexibility, better range of motion, immune system strengthening, joint pain reduction, reduced muscular pain, better breathing, higher lung capacity, higher metabolism, better sleep quality, reduced stress and anxiety, and even much more. Yoga may have its roots in spirituality, but its foundation is based in science. Yoga's health health benefits have been proven time and time again by many sources. Its physical benefits can be paramount to a healthy lifestyle. But of course, there are mental and emotional benefits as well. 
Yoga helps you achieve a type of mind-body harmony through the use of postures, which are called asanas, and breathing, which is called pranayama. While yoga isn't a cure-all and results will not happen overnight, it can certainly help you make some big changes to your psychological and physiological states. It does take a while to notice these changes. I personally did yoga on and off for over a year before I really started to feel comfortable with it. And it was around that time that I felt like I was, I could see the benefits in my flexibility. So yoga is something that is relatively easy on the body depending on which um, poses you do. You can tailor a yoga workout to your own fitness level and increase the difficulty as you progress. This is why yoga is such a good practice for anyone, beginners, intermediate, or experts. So let's now get into the types of yoga. There are several different types of yoga. I'm only going to scratch the surface because there's more than what what I can cover in this. Um, So most people think of yoga as being one standard set of poses, but each style of yoga has its own set of poses. Of course, if you want to create your own unique yoga, yoga routine by mixing and matching different poses, you can do that too. And that's kind of what I do. If you are a beginner, you might want to find the type of yoga that sounds good to you and learn the basic poses first, because like anything, it's best to learn the basic fundamentals before you change anything to to suit yourself. So here's a brief overview of some of the many types of yoga. Hatha yoga. Hatha yoga is um, the type most commonly practiced in the Western Hemisphere. The word hatha comes from the Sanskrit term Ha, meaning sun, it is based on meditation and improving energy within the body. You will find at least one posture that is especially comfortable to you, and you can, you can sustain that for a long period of time while you meditate. The next one is Raja. Raja yoga is very similar to Hatha yoga. It is considered a bit more difficult than other forms of yoga because it requires more discipline and control than the other forms. Raja Yoga focuses on concentration, meditation, and discipline of the mind and body. The next one is Bhakti Yoga. Bhakti is, I should say, (laughs) I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. It's either Bhakti or Bhakti. It is a sensual, erotic form of yoga. It's all about love, divine love specifically. Love operates on three levels according to the principles of Bhakti Yoga. Material love, human love, and spiritual love. The next one is Janana Yoga. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right either. (laughs) Janana is about wisdom and enlightenment. It's about clearing the mind and the soul and releasing negativity. It's about transformation and taking the path to true enlightenment. The next one is Tantra Yoga, Um, and Tantra is not just about sex exclusively, but that is a part of it. It's about reaching enlightenment and transcending the self through several rituals. Sex is indeed one of those rituals, but it is not the only one. Um, So Tantra means expansion. The aim of Tantra Yoga is to expand your mind so that you can reach all levels of consciousness. It uses rituals to bring out the male and female aspects within an individual in order to awaken the true spirit within. 
The next one is Bikram Yoga. Bikram Yoga is a relatively new form of yoga. It takes place in a hot, humid room. It is more about detoxifying the body rather than reaching some sort of spiritual enlightenment. By forcing the body to sweat profusely, toxins are eliminated through the skin. Additionally, the extra warmth makes the body more flexible, which helps prevent injury. It relieves stress and helps aid in deeper stretching. The next one is vinyasa yoga. Vinyasa is a style of yoga where the poses flow together seamlessly. It focuses on a smooth transition from one pose to another. And I, I do use this type in my um, eclectic style of yoga where I, I kind of take a bunch of random poses, the ones that I want to do and I just do them, but I like to seamlessly flow with them. So it, it kind of becomes a dance and I, and I really like that about it. The next type is Ashtanga. This type of yoga involves synchronizing the breath with a series of postures. It is physically demanding and can be a great way to lose weight because the moves are done quickly. I, I try to do this as much as I can, but it's, it's hard if you're a beginner, especially if you haven't um, opened up your lungs as far as they can go. A lot of people don't breathe very deeply, so Ashtanga yoga is good if you want to improve your breathing ability. The next one is Kundalini. The purpose of Kundalini, Kundalini Yoga is to activate your Kundalini energy and it is done through repetitive poses, singing, chanting, and breathing exercises. This type of yoga has a very spiritual focus. The next one is Iyengar. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that one right either. Iyengar, this type of yoga focuses on alignment of the body. It relies on props more than other types of yoga. And I'll be covering yoga props later in this episode a little deeper. The next one is yin. Yin yoga is a slow meditative type of yoga. The poses are done very slowly, sometimes holding them for as long as five minutes. This type of yoga helps to calm the mind and help you connect more deeply with your body. And the last one I'm going to be talking about is restorative yoga. Restorative yoga is a lot like yin yoga in that the poses are held for a long time. Props are also used quite often in this type of yoga. It helps you get into a meditative state where your body and mind can become one. This and yin yoga are great styles of yoga to do before bed because you, you don't really want to do anything really active before bed, any type of yoga poses that are strenuous. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about some tips for yoga beginners. So if you are brand new to yoga, this part might be interesting for you. You have two options for beginning yoga. You can find a class to join or you can do it at home yourself. So if you join a class, look for one that has an instructor that you like and you feel comfortable with. The more at ease you are in the class, the more successful it will be for you. If you choose to practice yoga at home, there are many YouTube channels that are helpful in guiding you along every step of the way. The most popular one is Yoga with Adrienne. Last I checked, she had close to 10 million subscribers, so definitely check her out if you are looking for video guidance. That's Yoga with Adrienne. There is a link to her channel below in my in the show notes. 
Um, yoga equipment. Let's talk about yoga equipment now. So there are many items available to enhance your yoga experience. None of them are truly required, but there are many that would be especially helpful, particularly if you are a beginner or if you're not very flexible and you need props. So if you're just getting started, you don't really need a lot, um, especially if you'll be taking a class because classes provide the items that you need. Not all of them will and not all of them will have every item. Um, it's probably helpful to get a mat at least. So that's probably the first thing that I would recommend buying. So some other yoga accessories are a yoga towel, yoga bags, straps, sandbags, bolsters, balls, blocks, and clothing. So bolsters and blocks are kind of the same thing. They're basically, a, um, well, the bolsters are like a, a really thick padded cushion that's a little bit more sturdy than a um a bolster or a block because blocks are small and they're kind of used for um, s small things but bolsters are bigger so you can prop ha half your body up onto a bolster. So those are the two that I have um, and of course a mat. So um, if you're looking for accessories of course you can order anything on Amazon. Um, you can go to most places have accessories for yoga even places like Target and Walmart, you know, very basic stores like that. So, um, like I mentioned, if you're a beginner and you want to learn more about yoga, I would definitely check out the Yoga with Adrienne YouTube channel. She's just amazing and she's the one that I first found because like I said, she's the biggest one, so you're probably going to find her without having to try very hard. Um, so. If you're interested in planning your yoga sessions, if you want to journal about your yoga experiences and learn more about the, the chakras, which help you um, with different styles of yoga, I have a, a printable yoga journal. So it's in my Etsy shop and I will leave a link down below. So with that journal, there's multiple pages of different st styles of yoga, um, the chakras, different poses and you can plan your yoga sessions. So this is something for the person that wants to make this a habit, that wants to be a little bit more serious about yoga rather than just doing it casually. So if you're interested in checking out that printable yoga journal, I will leave a link down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Holistic Lifestyle Guide podcast. Be sure to visit my website, holisticlifestyleguide.com where you can read articles about holistic health and wellness and all things body, mind, and soul. You can also subscribe to get freebies delivered to your inbox every Tuesday. I will leave a link down below in the show notes for that as well. Thank you for listening and have a great week.